Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. So this week we're going to be talking all things jealousy. Um, If you can hear my dogs huffing, puffing, moving, you know, I do apologize in advance throughout this episode. They insist on being in the room with me. (laughs) So just bear with us okay so I don't really have a life update or any recommendations so let's just get straight into today's topic on jealousy so this one is a big one because there's so many different kinds of jealousy you know there's jealousy towards your new partner's ex you know jealousy towards another girl you know if someone's succeeding girls in a group just being jealous of each other you know if if there's a guy that you both like you know you're kind of jealous of who's going to get the attention you know for example your current partner and being jealous of their exes and you know the people that have been in their past so yeah I really hope you enjoy this episode so let's get into it Right, let's get straight into it. So this episode, I'm kind of breaking down into three different types of jealousy. So as always, I'm going to quickly list them and then I'll go into further detail point by point after that. All right, so number one is radioactive jealousy. This is the kind of jealousy when you're in a relationship and you're jealous of the things and people that this person's you know, interacted with in the past. So people they've been with, you know, whether they've slept with them, dated them, whatever, you know, things that things that have led to experiences or they've done with another person. So that there is called radioactive jealousy. Number two is relationship jealousy. So this is when you're in a relationship. So this can also be for a close friend too, but I find that it's very common in relationships more so. Um, so this is where you're jealous with who they speak to and, you know, are they talking to other girls or other guys or whatever, whoever, like if you're a man or a woman, like it doesn't matter. But if they're speaking to someone that you perceive as a threat or they're messaging them, you know, they're giving their time to another person. So in instance, you know, your best friend, if they're all of a sudden giving their time to this other friend, you know, that there is relationship jealousy. And thirdly, which is really common, is generalized jealousy. So this is when there isn't really a third party involved, you know, it's just directly being jealous of someone else. So unlike relationship jealousy where, you know, it's kind of more of what they're doing and, you know, there's kind of three people involved there, it's you, the person you're dating and a third party, whereas generalized jealousy, you know, there is no third person. It's directly being jealous towards someone because of, you know, their looks, the success they're having and you just perceive them as super lucky or not. You know, that's, that there is where the jealousy stems from. Jealous of the accolades that they're getting at work, you know, that you're not getting. Maybe they're in a friend group and the people within that friend group, you know, can be quite catty and jealous of one another um, and the things they have, you know, that kind of stuff. Like being jealous of someone who's always getting the boy and you're not, you know, whatever. Like that there is generalized jealousy. So those are the three types of that I'm going to just break down for you and kind of talk about one at a time. Also, guys, you've got to realize that this episode might come, you know, with some hard truths and I can be quite blunt. So like when I listen back to the podcasts that I've recorded and editing them and I'm just like, oh, wow, shit, I'm really blunt and direct. But honestly, that's often the way I talk and I kind of wish that someone spoke to me like this and actually gave 
made the tough love that I needed when I was going through this. So that's kind of what I'm here to do for you. I kind of want to give you that tough love with advice and kind of break things down and barriers, walls, whatever you need and be that kind of person that's going to tell you the shit that no one else is going to tell you. And, you know, I, I just... I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to be gentle and soft to you, you know, and, you know, make it okay about your pathetic behavior. No, we're all capable of being a better version of ourselves, And that is my goal here. I want to help people better themselves. You know, I don't want to make you feel good for being a dickhead. Like, no, that's not how we're bettering ourselves here. I just, I want you to be accountable for your own shit. I want you to take on board what I have to say, recognize these things in your life that I talk about and apply the tools that you need to apply within your life to ultimately become a better version of yourself, you know, so you can fix things, better your life, you know, that there is my goal. And I kind of feel like I needed to do that little disclaimer because I, I can get quite heated and I can be really direct and I just want you to know it's all coming from a place of love and respect and honest to God. I really hope that you take what I'm saying on board and not just think I'm a raging bitch, which I'm not, trust me. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I'd just give that little disclaimer before we get into it. Okay, so let's start breaking down these points of jealousy. So number one is radioactive jealousy. So in my opinion, I find this one pretty interesting. So it's kind of like these intrusive thoughts that you're thinking about, you know, your current partner with their exes and the relationships they've had with an ex, and you just can't move on from that. It's something that's happened in the past and now it's over, but you still have all these kind of thoughts and maybe thinking have they loved their ex more than me? Or, you know, have they bonded differently with the ex in certain moments than they have with me? You know, they've had all these crazy experiences and fun ones with their ex and they just haven't had that with me. So those kind of thoughts along those lines, you know, that's radioactive jealousy. So like everything, it's a bit of a sliding scale. You might be mildly radioactively jealous, or you may be pretty serious in, in a serious case, you know, the kind of jealousy leads from compulsion. So always looking at reassurance, you know, social media, stalking, uh, looking up a partner's ex, pretty much acting like this, like, an amateur detective, you know, trying to dig up as much as you can, as you can, you know, about this person's past and this person's ex and what that person's ex is doing right now. And that is that ex in a relationship, you know, are they a threat? Are they going to come into this relationship? Like, oh, what are they doing now? You know, and even looking for reassurance from the current partner that you are better than the person that they've dated in some way, shape or form in the past, you know, you're always like asking them for reassurance or indirectly or indirectly trying to get reassurance from them. And the issue with this is that it's often when we when we do seek these forms of reassurance, it's actually quite calming in the moment. So it is helpful for a very short period of time and that's something that you need to be aware of. So for some people, it could be like half an hour, you know, for some it's like, oh, that calms me down for a day or a couple of days, you know, 
But the cycle that repeats itself and that behavior reinforces that cycle and the cycle then reinforces the behavior, if that makes sense. So it's this really bad spiral that you go down because you feel really, really bad. You seek reassurance, you get the reassurance, and then you feel really bad again. And then, you know, this cycle could go on for three days or it can go on, you know, for half an hour and, you know, half an hour later, you'll feel really, really bad. And it just gets worse and worse and worse every time. So in a nutshell, that there is radioactive jealousy. Now, the first thing you need to acknowledge when it comes to jealousy is that this feeling that you're feeling is 100% your problem, not your partner's, right? It's not your partner's problem that you are having, you know, a mental breakdown about something that they did in their past. So you have to come to terms with this and it's, it's someone's past, right? Acknowledge that, that it's in their past. They own their past. You don't. They do, right? You don't possess it. You don't have it as yours. That is okay. Let them have it. You've got your past, so don't be fucking greedy here. You don't need two pasts, all right? Let them have their past. Let them have their exes. Let them have those experiences because that's fucking bullshit for you, just to intervene and try and get like reassurance consistently, all you're doing is pushing them away. That's all you're doing here, right? You are wearing them down to the fucking bone. If you try to keep getting reassurance from this person about their past experiences, I'm not talking about them speaking to their exes, that comes into relationship jealousy. We're talking about you being jealous on experiences and relationships that your current partner has had in the past, that's 100% on you. So what you do about this feeling, because it's in fact not a nice feeling to have, you're obviously not doing it on purpose and I know it sucks, but once you've acknowledged that it's not the person's responsibility nor is it their responsibility to reassure you every time because that's one short way of pushing them away essentially and causing the relationship to end. So, you know, you need to do a couple of things here, right? Number one is why, right? You've got to think this to yourself. Why are you punishing them about their past? Is it something that they were doing? Let's say that you feel this way because, you know, you know for a fact that your current partner cheated on the last three relationships, for example. So, Now you're thinking of, you know, I'm feeling really insecure and really, you know, they had all these relationships. I can't stop thinking about the fact that they've cheated on all these people and now they're with me. So if I think maybe that this person is the reason for their behavior, then that might be a deal breaker for you. If you can't move past that, if you can't look at this relationship as something that is, you know, independent, if you think of that past behavior as a prediction for the future behavior and you obviously cannot move past that, then you shouldn't be in that relationship. It's got nothing to do with them, right? You shouldn't be in a relationship if you can't trust them, whether it's founded or unfounded, you know, that's on you. If you feel that you can't trust them now or ever, you're either going to be in pain forever or you just need to end the relationship. But the fact that someone cheated in their relationship, you can't punish them for that. Now, if they're not cheating on you, like right now, you can't punish them for that, right? That relationship that they cheated on, 
has now ended. So for whatever reason, they've gotten their punishment in some way, shape or form from that, right? It doesn't really matter. But you are not the one that is going to lay down the punishment for their past behaviors in the past relationships that have nothing to do with you. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So if you can't move past the fact that maybe they did cheat on other in other relationships, you need to be straight up with your partner, all right? And either you know, lay it all out on the table being like, I feel this way because I think you're a pathological liar or a cheater, whatever it needs to be. Then you need to lay it out there and see if there's a way that you can come to terms with it and see if there is a way that you can, you know, both work on it or you need to end the relationship, all right? Because that is very toxic and it's very unhealthy for you and, you know, also them. Now, another thing that you might be experiencing or thinking, you know, imagining your partner with an ex, like you have these visions of what their relationships could have been like in the past or visions of them physically intimate together, you know, with their ex. And you you kind of imagine all these things and you, you feel like their bond was stronger or you feel like you don't level up to the ex that they had before you and you have all of these sorts of thoughts. So you need to, every time you have this triggering thought, like you need to just think, is this factual or have I imagined this? Like, is this information right in front of me? Is it fact? Or have I literally just constructed this from my own imagination? Have you actually seen them do the thing? Like, have you ever? Because what what our brains like to do is trick us. And when we're going down, you know, like these spiraling thoughts, our brain is really, really good at imagining things, you know, like we're pretty fucking creative and we can come up with some very, very unique and interesting made up bullshit that can send us spiraling in directions, you know, that we don't even want to go down. You know, we start to really overthink the situation and everything laid down in front of us. So have you just made this up in your head or is it actual fact? Have you imagined them being intimate or have you actually seen them be intimate? Have you imagined their relationship or have you actually experienced So you don't actually, well, like most of the time, you're not a witness to any of this. You don't actually see any of this and you're just making it bigger in your head than it really needs to be, especially if this person doesn't have contact with their ex, okay? Now, on the bad end of the scale, it's actually a form of OCD, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder. You know, if you find that you are compulsively seeking, you know, validation and seeking reassurance or seeking more information about that person's past behaviors, you know, by doing those stalking behaviors on social media, you know, whatever, that there is compulsive life behaviors and, you know, can obviously fall under OCD in that sort of sense. So even more reason for you to realize that this has everything to do with you and nothing to do with your current partner. And if you really value your relationship with your partner, the more ownership you take over this behavior, the more chances are the relationship will succeed in the end. If you blame your partner for something that's no longer relevant in their life, you know, and you act like you're just a victim in this scenario because they were like this in the past, well, then nothing's really going to change and you're either going to be miserable or it's going to end. Okay, they're pretty much the two outcomes of this whole thing. So you have a choice here. So either acknowledge that this is completely something that you've created, you know, in your head 
or you can blame your partner. So you have to pick here. I'm going to talk about the tools at the very end of this podcast of other things that you can do overall for the kinds of jealousies that I'm going to talk about. But but this is what you kind of need to do to come to terms with right now. If this is the kind of jealousy that you are experiencing, own it now. All right. So number two is relationship jealousy. So just for the purpose of this, I'm going to use the example of you're a girl dating a boy and you're jealous of the way he interacts with other girls, okay? Just because I feel like that's going to speak to majority currently, but you know, it obviously could go either way. You know, it could be a guy dating a guy, a girl dating a girl. It doesn't really matter, okay? I really don't care, but for this example, just for the sake of it, I'm just going to be talking about this because I can relate it in my experiences, okay? So you're a girl dating a guy and you're jealous of other girls, right? Now, there's a few different kind of jealousies that you can experience when it comes to relationship jealousies. So the main one is when your partner is, you know, just passively a part of this jealousy. So what I mean by this is that your partner just, he's just living his best life being him, right? But other girls are commenting on his photos, you know, they're liking his photos. He's getting a lot of attention from females when he's out, you know, um, like they want to be around him, you know, they want to hang around him, you know, he's just a really good person to be around. So he, you know, seems like he gets a lot of attention. And if you weren't in the picture, he probably would have a lot of options when it comes to women, you know, that's how you feel. Okay. So that's the kind of jealousy where your partner is not physically doing anything whatsoever all right he's not doing anything to cause you this pain or make you feel this certain way but just the fact that they get attention that there is causing you this pain of jealousy so that's one now two is your partner's actual behavior that could be causing your jealousy so that's when they're actually actively engaging with other people. So maybe they've gotten really close girlfriends, you know, who they hang around with all the time. You know, maybe their best friend is like this really hot girl, you know, that you feel very intimidated by. And it doesn't mean that these actions are inappropriate in any way. You know, they can be totally above board. You know, they're just mates. But this is more like they are instigating these conversations or messages with girls, even if it's not inappropriate. You know, they could be spending a lot of time with other female friends and stuff like that. Like, or they, you know, they might happen to have more female friends than male friends and that behavior causes you to feel jealous. So that is the second one. The third one is, which I'm not really going to talk too much about because I wouldn't really put this in the sense of jealousy at all. And it's when you're with a partner who is blatantly just being disrespectful towards you and showing, you know, sexual attention towards other people. Like that doesn't really fall into the category of jealousy, in my opinion, because that's just, you know, them being an absolute dickhead and, you know, not realizing that it's hurting you or realizing it and just still proceeding with that kind of behavior. So that's kind of different. So I'm talking about them in a way that I speak about other women, the way, so the way they comment on other women sliding into, you know, people's DMs or like, oh, well, you know, I'm not acting on it kind of thing, you know, um, 
So it doesn't really matter. Like that's not jealousy. So we're not going to really be talking about that here. That's just someone being an absolute fucking asshole. Okay. So I'll talk about that in like a toxic behavior podcast that I might do. Um, so that doesn't even factor into it because it's not jealousy. That's just having, you know, a rational reaction to someone being an absolute dickhead. <laughs> so that's that. Now I'm going to quickly cover the final one, which is um, generalized jealousy. And then I'm going to kind of go into all the sort of like little hacks and tools, you know, all that sort of stuff that you can use after this. So I just want to go into depth of all these different ones. So you can really pinpoint which kind of jealousy you are and that you might and you might have more than one, to be honest. It's actually pretty common that you will have more than one. You know, if you have one, it's kind of often that you're jealous across the board. So, um, and sometimes you might not be jealous at all when it comes to your relationships, but you might be quite jealous when it comes to other girls, for example. So we've got generalized jealousy. Now, this kind of jealousy, you know, it's very personal and quite often it's, a big way of putting yourself down essentially because it's so directly to you but it's a bit more detached when you're jealous of someone else that your partner is interacting with because it's kind of like a third party you know there's a person in between that but to feel a jealous way towards but to feel you know jealousy towards someone directly based on for example how they look now that's extremely detrimental towards your relationship with yourself all right like all of them are but this one is you know quite detrimental because you're putting a direct comparison on someone that you don't know nowhere near as well as you know yourself right and you're telling yourself that that person who essentially you don't really know is better than you right and that's that's a pretty bad thing to think and the kind of jealousy that we experience towards someone, you know, based on, you know, their appearance often at work, if you're competitive with someone, which is fine, competition is fine, but not when you think that they are better than you or you are trying to be a better person than them to be competitive in in something specific like a sport or something at work, you know, that's fine. But say that person, you know, gets a promotion and you don't and you start to feel shit about yourself, you know, because you think that they're a better person, right? It just means that they did a better job than you, so tough shit, move on, right? And if you if you feel like it's unfolded, it's a completely different story then. So take that up with your fucking boss, okay? But I'm talking about you feeling shit about yourself because, you know, you're jealous of someone's achievements. In other forms, this kind of jealousy can also be if you're jealous of a new girl that's entered a girl group, for example, and all of a sudden she's popular, you know, she's the popular one, she's getting all the accolades, all the attention, you know, anything really. Like you could be jealous of the fact that someone is losing weight faster than you, right? Like another one is when you're jealous of someone being in a good relationship, being in a happy relationship. Like oftentimes what we are actually jealous of is either someone else's happiness or someone else's appearance. That's very often what it comes down to. If you if you see that someone's happy because they're either, you know, in a healthy relationship, you know, they've gotten that promotion, they're succeeding in their career, you know, they've won something amazing, they've been gifted something amazing, they have, a, you know, they have more money than you. That's often what we look at and, you know, we look at them being happier than us, which in turn makes you jealous. 
or the very common one is that, you know, a, a person is, you know, hotter than you or skinnier than you, you know, fitter than you, whatever, and you're jealous of that. So when it comes down to it, it's what are you going to do about it? So what are you going to do about it? Because it is a fact feeling and it's extremely detrimental and it's not going to help you in the process. So like I've said in a previous podcast, ultimately everything comes down to the relationship with yourself because one thing that I can guarantee you is that no one is immune to feeling jealous. Don't stand there and think that the hottest person in the world can't feel jealousy because if that was the case, then that would mean in order for you not to be jealous, you have to be gorgeous. And that's just absolutely not fucking true. Anyone in this world can feel jealous. But one thing that I can guarantee you is that the people that are most comfortable in their own skin, you know, are the most happy with who they are. You know, they're the ones that feel the least amount of jealousy. And that is a fact. So if you have a very high level of self-esteem, you know, very healthy level of self-love, if you are aware of what you do bring to the table and what it is that you don't know, you know, what what your qualities are and what you know about your downfalls, you know, and you're just at peace with all that sort of shit, right? I've done an episode before. I think it was the last episode on self-love. Go listen to that if you feel like you need to really lift yourself up and there's tools and that in there. Um, but the less you care about what other people think of you, the less jealous you are as a person. And like that's just mind-blowing if you can wrap your head around that and really feel it inside because that's where that's what it comes down to. So basically, you know, in a nutshell, feeling jealous is a sense of insecurity. And if you take it back to, you know, the brain and the areas in the brain that fire up, you know, all that sort of stuff. That has to do with the feeling of being threatened, you know, and an emotional threat is an insecurity. If you are so strong within yourself and you have nothing to lose, you can't really be threatened, right? So when you feel that you have something to lose, that's when you start to feel threatened. And it's always the case in that sense, right? So let's just say that hypothetically say that everything you possess right now, you know, your boyfriend, everything, you know, it, it could never be lost. It could never be taken away from you. You know, it can never be lost. Would you ever be insecure? Probably not, right? You wouldn't. So it's that perceived threat and that's what it comes down to, right? It is an insecurity because you feel there is this unstable surface that you're walking on you feel like it could be shaken and you know it could be broken you know someone could leave you you know you could lose your job you could lose something to someone you could lose the opportunity with that person to someone you know better looking than you all of that sort of stuff it's it's all a threat it's just what jealousy comes down to okay so now this is where it kind of gets interesting, right? Jealousy is an insecurity that comes from the separation, you know, a sense of separation from someone. So the more you isolate and separate and divide yourself, you know, the more you're going to feel threatened, the more you're going to perceive people and things as threats, and the more you're going to feel insecure about these threats. So for example, like I feel like this is pretty common because it's happened a lot for me when I was younger and you know I've I've seen it happen a lot. 
But how many times have you met someone, you know, another girl, for example, in high school and uni, whatever, you've met someone and you just don't like them. You don't like them. You know, they're a threat. They, they, you know, they don't like you. You know, you just didn't get along, you know, all of this stuff and only just for you guys to turn out to be really close friends later on, right? Because you realize, well, actually, you know, we're quite similar and then no, it doesn't matter how hot they are. You know, it doesn't matter how successful they are, you know? You no longer feel this jealousy, you know, you end up loving this person, you end up, you're like, you just don't hate them by the end of it. You know, that's a prime example of you allowing separation and divide to be a default setting when you, you know, interact with someone new, you perceive them as a threat. So the more divided you are, the more likely you're going to feel these feelings of jealousy. You're going to feel these feelings, you know, of separation and you need to protect yourself. And that's why you're feeling this way. So the more you can eliminate that divide, the more you can connect with other people, the less you are going to feel these feelings of jealousy. So for example, you know, if I'm dating a guy and he's got really hot girlfriends, right? And I want to be their friend, you know, I would befriend them straight away. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, all right, competition, come on, bitches, come at me. Like, you know, that's actually fucked. You know, you, I want to be their friends. All right. So what better than for us all to be able to hang out and, you know, me hating on them, you know, them hating on me, you know, that that's not worth it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, just try and be their friend. Try and eliminate the divide. Jealousy comes from the divide. So always remember that. You know, if you're in a friend group that's filled with catty people that's always competing with each other, you know, that shit's fucking toxic and you need to find new friend groups. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, I'm not ridiculous in saying that because it is a fact, you know. I've gotten to a point in my life, though, where my friendships are just, we're just so supportive, my friends and I, and, you know, but it hasn't always been like that. Obviously, when I was younger, I had relationships and friendships, you know, that weren't supportive, you know, they were very, very toxic, and, you know, I thought, oh, well, like, that's that's just what girlfriends do, you know, that's just how we hang out, you know, that's just the norm, you know, it's what it's like to have a group of girls, no, I can tell you it's not, right? That shit is toxic behavior. And if people are like that, you don't you don't need to change them, but you can walk away from that and you can be real with yourself in that moment. Like, are you contributing to it? Are you also being super jealous and super catty, right? And like, if, you know, and if someone in your friendship group succeeds, you know, are you going behind their back and talking about them? You know, how they only just got lucky, you know, and how they think they're successful when they're not, you know, and you're just being a real fucking bitch. Like, no, Right, so in that case, there's putting people down in front of them or behind their back, and that is just a massive indicator of jealousy. So what is your friendship group like? Are they or are you a jealous person? Because more than likely, the people you hang around with and hang out with are also extremely jealous and toxic. And like, are you kind of like in this vicious cycle or not? So do a bit of inventory on the people in your life, you know, are you the jealous person in all of this? Or do you hang around people that have a lot of jealousy? Because I can guarantee to you, most people that are quite jealous hang around other jealous people as well. So, and like often, but definitely not always, but often in relationships, both people can be quite jealous as well. And the more jealous you are, you know, it's it's more often than not your partner then becomes more jealous as well. So you need to really pay attention to who you are spending your time with and 
that's going to really reflect a lot about your behavior as well. Got to come to this realization that your life is not a competition. It is a fucking collaboration with people, experiences, relationships, all that kind of thing. Like Life is not about competition. I have another podcast on competition and comparison if you feel like this. Yeah, you can be competitive, like I said before, with like sport or career or whatever, but when it comes to people, you should never be competitive in the sense of like there's a winner and there's a loser. Like that's really bad and that's really unhealthy and it pins you against other people. And again, it creates that divide that I was talking about. You know, I'm talking about creating a connection with people and you will feel less and less of that. And in being jealous by being super competitive with another person, that is where the divide comes from, right? So something that is so common with women is women competing against each other for a male attention or for men. And that's something that I refuse to do and I will never do. And I have never done like compete with other women for a man for a sexual attention of some like that. No, that's just no. And the, and the reason for this is because if you compete with someone for someone else's attention or whatever, you are competing for a person that that person is pretty much making the decision on who is who like who is better for me. A competition doesn't need to take place for a guy to decide if he wants to pursue something with you or not, right? So let me just make that clear. <laughs> so the way I look at it is as if a guy, and let's just say I'm like hitting it off with a guy and things are going really, really well, but it's just early days, you know, nothing's concrete. And then another girl just comes into the picture and she's really interested in this guy and then this guy really starts to show her attention. So what do what do you do in that scenario? Like literally, there's nothing you can do, right? Honestly, I don't do anything in that scenario. I like I just think, well, fuck, okay, that's obviously not my person. You know, I thought we had a good connection, you know, but obviously it's not for me because you know it, he obviously has a better connection with this other person, and like it just doesn't matter, or you know. But what I do physically, nothing. You know, I step the fuck away from the situation. I'm not hurt. I'm not angry at all. I'm just like, yep, that's my cue to just back off because our connection obviously wasn't as strong for you as it was for me. And you're willing to then go search for someone else and have a connection with someone else. So, you know, whether or not you want to continue to get to know me, it's not really my scene, my place. Nah. Because if that person and I had a good enough connection, a third party coming into it really wouldn't affect it. You know, it shouldn't really affect it if you're vibing that hard or if you've got this insane chemistry with someone and then someone else comes into the picture, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, well, I thought we were really vibing, you know, I really wanted to get to know you and see where things go. But then, you know, here's the guy all of a sudden, you know, switches his focus onto someone else, like that chemistry obviously isn't that great, obviously. And they're just not your person. You know, they're, they're not being, you know, if you're not dating and it's just early days, you know, no one's been an asshole in this situation. You know, he's just being human, you know, sort of following what he is interested in, you know, that's got nothing to do with you, but you know, I wouldn't stand there and wait and I wouldn't try and compete with another person for, you know, his attention. Like fucking no chance in hell would I ever compete for someone else's atten attention. Like absolutely not. 
I would think, all right, good riddance, you know, you enjoy him, good for you. Um, he's obviously hot because, you know, otherwise why else would I find him attractive because I think he's hot, you know, but he's all yours now, so enjoy. So I, w- I would recommend you do the same thing, to be honest, because I feel like it's actually it's actually a really good feeling when you walk away from a scenario like that instead of sitting there competing for someone else's attention, love, affection, whatever you're competing for, because it's like it actually feels good to walk away from that scenario because you know, you're the one in charge. Like you're not waiting for them to tell you that you're the winner. You know, you're the winner by walking away because you realize, you know, that you can make that call. So ultimately it comes down to your interaction with other people and why you are then jealous. All right. So this is a very universal emotion to have. All right. So in the sense of being threatened, it can be initial like, oh, there's danger here. So make sure, you know, this perceived danger isn't actually dangerous and this is where you can normally intercept that emotion and think oh yeah no it's it's not actually danger you know it's it's just someone talking to my best friend or my boyfriend you know that's the sort of thing that you can do so jealousy can also be passed down genetically which is a weird concept you know with behavioral genetics but Anyways, that is a thing. Um, It can also be due to insecurities. If you've got, you know, insecure attachment styles, if you've got, you know, low self-esteem, all the things you're most, you're more likely to be jealous, you know, all of these sorts of things. Then your problem with being super jealous is far from what's happening in your brain. So we kind of need to just change the way we think and perceive stuff and stop ourselves, you know, increase that level of self-control so then it turns from being behavioral and instinctive to being more of a mind-thought kind of using your brain in these situations. So this then is going to increase your level of self-esteem and feeling that power that you actually have control over your own life and actions. And that in turn will result in much, much lower levels of jealousy, you know, if any at all, because there are people out there that uh, genuinely just don't really feel jealous much at all, or maybe once or twice a year, literally. (laughs) So you can go from this heightened, really jealous person to not being really really jealous at all if you if you just put in the work on yourself that you actually need to put in you'll you'll see some awesome changes when it comes to how you feel about yourself and you've got to realize that when it comes to jealousy the more comfortable you are alone with yourself alone right the less jealous you are going to be when you're in a relationship you know if you don't need someone you really have nothing to lose because If the relationship is great, it's not going to break down, so you've got nothing to lose there, right? And if the relationship isn't great and that person then leaves you for someone else or cheats on you and, you know, leaves you whatever it is, right? You've literally lost nothing, all right? What have you lost? A fucking dead weight, all right? Literally a dud, you know? The trash took itself out, really, in that sense. Like, honestly... If they've done that to you, they've honestly done you a favor, right? They've left you a gift by doing that. So again, you've lost nothing if you've had nothing to lose. So if you're comfortable with being alone and being you and you, you know, you've got this really good sense of self-esteem, now what you really need to do is an inventory of when you're most jealous and when it comes to like generalized jealousy. So say you're really jealous of people's appearance, like what is it about that that makes you jealous? Is it because, you know, they fit in, you know? 
Why are you jealous? Because a lot of the time you can kind of turn this jealousy around and use it to your advantage. So you can be, you know, are you jealous over something that you can achieve, but you're just not achieving it? And if so, then that's a great indicator. That's where your message from your subconscious mind that's coming out in a form of jealousy. And it's saying, hey, look, I actually really, really want to do whatever or be whatever or fit in whatever. And I'm just not doing it. Okay, so that's kind of what you need to take it as. So if so if it's something that is changeable, great, write it down. That's the thing being like, instead of being jealous, I should kind of look at that person. How can I potentially, like how can they help, like how can I get there? Or could they be a role model? Or like I can turn how I feel about that person. Like if it's, if it's something that I can achieve, that's one too. If it's something that you cannot absolutely achieve, like let's just say that this person was born stunning and you're just jealous towards them because of that, right? Then that's something that you need to look at in, and you need to look into as far as where do you place your importance on yourself, right? If you're placing your self-importance on things that are that you physically cannot control and you don't have any control over, then you need to, you know, shake up how you run things in your head because your self-importance should never come from something that's completely kind of independent from your personality, you know, like looks and things that you have zero control over, right? Your self-importance should be coming from everything that you can control. You're not just a bag of flesh and bones that people can make a judgment on, right? That's not you. You extend a lot further than that. You, with like who you are, the essence of you as a person and your personality, yes, your physical body, but also the lasting effect that you leave on other people, that's a big, big, big indicator of who you are as a person. You know, what people remember is the part of you, like the legacy, essentially. So so this is a really good way of starting to feel a little bit less jealous and feeling better, right? Find someone that you're jealous of and compliment them on the things that you're jealous of, right? And see how you and your feelings turn around. You actually start to feel a little bit more empowered. You just, you know, right, you just complimented someone on something that you are jealous of, right? And you will then feel better about yourself. You actually do feel better because you are connecting with this person on another level. Like I said, you eliminate that divide and that with that is where the world of collaboration and connection start. You eliminate that divide with that person and it's no longer a competition, but it's a connection you're creating, right? Compliment, say something nice to them, ask them for advice on things. You'd be amazed at how quickly things can turn around if you change your attitude towards people or the thing that you're jealous about. And again, for me, the things that I find most important about myself and like my sense of self is not going to be the things that I have absolutely no control over. But like, to an extent, like obviously your appearance, yes, you can, you know, put makeup on, you can have a better style in clothing choice, you can, you know, get fit, whatever it is. But the thing that makes me feel really good as a person is when I earn things. And that comes down to, and I think I mentioned this maybe in the last episode, if I remember correctly, but it comes down to your intelligence. And so that can't be brought, borrowed or stolen. Like nothing like the more you learn, the more you expand your mind, that's that's yours to keep forever, right? And it's a really cool thing. And you keep working on that and you keep earning that experience like 
either traveling or whatever kind of experiences that again you know that's something that you get to keep forever the way you are with other people how kind you are you don't find your value in physical appearance you find your value in things that you have earned because that's who you are as a person your essence the relationships that you have earned the way people think about you and talk about you like are you a giver or are you a taker the more you give and I'm not talking about physical things like I'm not talking about gift giving you know like kindness advice you know like be a shoulder to cry on be be someone's ear you know the more you give when it comes to emotional relationships the better you're going to feel about yourself you know and you're not going to feel this jealousy you're going to feel less and less and less jealous and you know the more comfortable you are with who you are you're never really going to feel jealous anymore like I have definitely felt jealous in the past like oh my god I felt jealous of so many people and how they look like I felt so jealous of girls and like they were either my friends or not you know and they had boyfriends at the time and you know I was just sitting there like a little fucking sad sock. <laughs> I I was just jealous of them, you know? And the moment I turned it around and thought, oh, fucking shit, like this is a fucking shit feeling. This is ridiculous. Why the fuck am I feeling this way? You know, I'm going to start really to, you know, exercise. I'm going to work on my mental health. I'm going to uplift myself. I'm going to find ways that I, me, myself and I, you know, can evolve as a person, you know, lift myself up, do things, do hobbies, learn to be alone and be comfortable with myself. So I'm not sitting here comparing myself and I'm not being actively jealous of these people that I'm seeing right in front of me. Right? Like, like I've honestly, like, honestly, I've just learned to accept that there are always going to be girls, you know, that are hotter than me, fitter than me, like smarter than me, whatever. And that's okay because I know what I've learned. I know what I bring to the table. And like, I know that I'm a very unique person, you know, and the things that I've created in my life and the experiences that I've been through, that makes me who I am. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. So if you're feeling like this and you feel like your importance comes from, you know, the way you look, because, you know, you were born that way, no matter, like, no wonder you're feeling jealous because you're like, fuck, this is, you know, unstable. There's no stability and of who I am and what I have to offer. Right. And and it can be, you know, the legs that get kicked up from underneath you and, you know, it all collapses. You know, that's why you're feeling jealous because there's nothing really stable in your life. You know, you're bouncing from jealousy to jealousy. And so sometimes jealousy can, you know, serve you in turn and be like, wow, this is a teachable moment for you. And, you know, these are the things that, you know, you wish you had and you admire, but maybe it's not just jealousy. Maybe you can turn it into admiration for someone. And maybe, you know, it's just an indicator that that's where you want to be in your life and that's the path you want to go down you know that person that's living the life the way that you want to be living it you know maybe you it's not just jealousy maybe you just need to flip it to looking as them as a mentor you know admire them and maybe um, reach out to them and that person and ask them for their advice you know huge changes can occur when you turn your opinion and perspective and you look at things differently and stop hating on people because they've got something that you don't have and that you admire you know reach out to them if it's a physical appearance yeah maybe you know love what they do with their makeup but that's not where your self-importance should come from right you can right you can have pride in how you look and you can love the shit out of it but it's not it's not something that you have to earn in that sense like bring it back to what do you offer as a human being what have you earned in life and that there is going to be the basis of where your self-importance comes from if you're so focused on bettering yourself and bettering 
the other people around you, you're always going to be focused on connecting instead of creating a divide. That jealousy will fucking disappear, okay? And if you start being that way, toxic, jealous people will fade out of your life. They will just, you know, they will not be compatible with your life, right? You will not be compatible with those people. The more you give into the jealous relationships like toxic girlfriends, toxic boyfriends, friendships, relationships, you know, whatever it is. If you give into that, you become a jealous person and you start behaving that way, right? If you take away your contribution to that behavior, you know, those people will either level up to you or they'll stop being that way altogether and they will just fade out of your life because you're not compatible and you'll just part ways because you're going down different pathways. Right, guys, so that pretty much wraps up this episode of jealousy thank you so much for listening guys i really hope this was useful um you know and if you are a jealous person or you know a jealous person in your life feel free to share this with them thank you so much have a good one and i will catch you next week bye